advice for Hadar on Parashat Mishpatim, Spiritual Progress. Parashat Mishpatim is home to the phrase that perfectly encapsulates a certain attitude of blind obedience and unconditional acceptance. Na seva nishma, we will do and we will listen. According to various rabbinic traditions and later interpretations of this expression, this was the ideal response to the giving of the Torah. We will do whatever you will say. According to Rabbi Elazar in Masechet Shabbat, this was a strategy that the angels use. First they perform and then they listen. In uttering these words, Bnei Yisrael tapped into a powerful heavenly secret. Though Rabbi Elazar ostensibly views this comparison as positive, it is also somewhat problematic. If saying Nasa Venishma is angelic, it might also be generally unattainable for ordinary human beings. What is angelic is in some ways unrealistic for us. What does the commitment of Nasa Venishma mean to those of us who are not angels? What does it mean to say Nasa Venishma as humans who are spiritually flawed? And when we do so, what does it mean? Rabbi Menachem Nachum of Chernobyl, the Maori Nayim, articulates what it might mean to really live one's life permeated with a commitment to Nasa Venishma and to look at one's spiritual progress through a Nasa Venishma lens. Living a life that is committed to keeping the Torah and trying to be in relationship with God can be difficult because we often feel that we are unsuccessful. A life of spiritual practice and religious effort is supposed to make us feel as though we are making progress and becoming more elevated and closer to God, but it often leaves us feeling lost or bereft. Despite all of our efforts to be attached to God, we often feel so distant. Yet, the Maori Naim demonstrates that even when we feel distant, we are in fact quite close to God. And that with a shift in perspective, we can recognize the spiritual strides that we are, in fact, making. The Maori Naim begins with two questions. And it needs to be understood. How is it possible to do before hearing what to do? Also, what is the idea that God's blessed name takes so much pride in that B'nai Israel proceeded, we will do to we will listen? The Maori Naim's two questions are very straightforward. One, is Nasa Venishma possible? How can we obey what we aren't aware of or can't understand? And second, even if it is possible, why is it considered so great? Shouldn't we want to operate with clarity rather than confusion? Insight rather than blind commitment? His answer explains that a true spiritual path is littered with setbacks. The pledge of Nasa Venishma is more than just a verbal statement. It reflects a life orientation that allows us to reframe and overcome these obstacles. The pledge of Nasa Venishma is more than just a verbal statement. It reflects a life orientation that allows us to reframe and overcome these obstacles and our own sense of failure. Ahemet, <laughs> 
madregato. Vejesh bazel razin de oraita, betam hadavar lama tarichli pomi madregato. Betam echadhu kadeshe yavo achakach la madrega yo tergadola. Shebacholdavar tarichli yod haeder, kodam la havaya. Vocheserotim la hagbia la madrega yo tergadola. Tarichli yod haeder kodam. Lachain tarichli pomi madrega shahu achshav. But the truth is that a person cannot constantly stand on one level, for the beings, the chayot, run to and fro, that is, arrive and remove. That is, that when he is attached to the blessed name, he feels vitality, chiyut, and enjoyment. And after that, he removes and falls from his level. And there are secrets of the Torah in this, in the explanation of why he needs to fall from his level. And one reason is that it is in order that he come afterwards to a greater level. For in everything there needs to be absence before presence. And when we want to rise up to a greater level, there needs to be an absence beforehand. Therefore, he needs to fall from the level that he is at now. The Moorinayim's reframing begins with the description of the state of Nasa, even before he names it so. This is the state of feeling distant from God, of falling from a spiritual height that one has achieved. It comes not only after having received the Torah, but it even comes after having had some success in Torah and divine service, after having achieved some higher state. And the way to understand this state and how to emerge from it into a closeness to God is through thinking of the way in which human beings most resemble angels. According to the Morianayim, an angel's most significant feature is not that it is flawless or even that it is obedient, what most characterizes an angel is that it is in flux, that it is always in a state of retzo vashov, running back and forth. Sometimes the angel is closer to God and sometimes the angel is at a distance. And human beings share this feature in our own spiritual vicissitudes. This constant motion is the fundamental law of spiritual physics. The Maorinayim presents a standard but inadequate explanation for spiritual descent. He says that one way to see this distance, this absence, is as a setup for the growth that is to come. Like on a spiritual trampoline, the depression is necessary to launch one up to the next level. It is distance for the sake of greater closeness, a temporary setback which will eventually translate to even greater spiritual gains. However, he is not satisfied with this reason and pushes ahead with his diagnosis of this phenomenon and its purpose. Shatzadik nikrash shemesh, kimaamar, anchalo shakah shimsho shal eli, zarcha shimsho shal shmua. Hare shatzadik nikrash shemesh, vizehu mimizrach shemesh, dahainu shahamoach shalo bahir vizach vizavuk bashemit barach ad mivoo, dahainu kashimistalik habihirut vinafal mimadregato. Ulo olam tarikh lihiyot mhulal shem adunai. Ulihit amit 
ולעלות על השם יתברך באותו מדרגה שהוא עכשיו. And behold, it is necessary for a person, even when he falls from his level, to gather his strength and rise up to his blessed name in the level that he is in now. Because he has to believe that the whole earth is full of his glory, and that there is no place vacant of God. And God's blessed name is even present in the level where he is now, for there is no place vacant of him. He is just very compressed. And this is from the sun's setting to its shining, that the tzaddik is called a sun, like the saying, even before the son of Eli set, the son of Shmuel shone. Behold, that the tzaddik is called a sun. And that is from the sun's shining, that is, when his mind is bright and clear and attached to his blessed name, to its setting. That is, when the brightness is removing and he falls from his level. He always needs to be, Mehulal Shem Hashem, God's name is praised, and to put an effort to rise up to God's blessed name in the self-same level that he is in now. The Ma'orinayim critiques the ends justifies the means explanation of spiritual regression. He argues that the notion of entering into a lower state for the sake of a higher state means that there are moments in a person's life which are less important and less meaningful. The absence for the sake of presence model suggests that the absence itself is not significant. The Ma'or Enayim thinks that it is inexcusable to be in a temporary spiritual holding pattern, to say that some part of one's life is just lived in suspension, in wait. The entirety of a person's life has value, including the moments when one feels frustrated and stuck. You are in a difficult place, granted, but you aren't nowhere. You still exist and are still responsible for your existence. Life does not grant a recess. He purposefully extends the Zoharic principle that there is no place devoid of God's presence. The commitment to and belief in God's omnipresence extends beyond space and even beyond time. God is everywhere, including every emotional and spiritual place. Subjectively, we feel at a loss, we feel at a distance, we feel that God is far away from where we are. Theologically, objectively, we are incorrect. God is everywhere. So we are always in a state of equidistance from him. A full commitment to God's omnipresence forbids the despair one feels when they feel distant from God. Because that distance is an illusion. God is still where we are. Not only ordinary people, but even angels and even tzaddikim experience times of clarity and focus and times of confusion and distraction. Even the tzaddik, like the sun, experiences rising and setting, wax and wane. The responsibility of the righteous person is not to try to rise higher in the sky the next time or to remain shining without setting. The spiritually responsible person learns how to praise and acknowledge God even when God is hard to see. The fact that even a tzaddik undergoes these shifts proves that spiritual setbacks are not incidental. They are fundamental. I am not the only person who occasionally or frequently or even constantly feels at a remove from God. This is a universal experience, and even those with the greatest spiritual stature feel this way. And since this feeling of distance is universal, it makes more sense to think of it as a feature 
rather than as a bug. If every single person is failing, success is either impossible or it needs to be redefined. The setbacks are a critical component of the growth, as he explains in his redefinition of Nase Venishma. Vezehu nikra Nase kodem Venishma. Af ben filatenu mi madregatenu, lihita beik bashemit barach, beota madrega kanal. Viachar kach nishma. Sheikar hashmia hula shon havana, shahainu shebala madrega yoter gadola kanal. Vezehu ikar kabalat hatora, shekiblu Yisrael, ulachain hitbarash amitbarach bazema od, shekiblu hatora begodel haemet. Vehisigu haemet, shela olam ihiyu devukim behashemit barach, velo yi pardumi menu, af benaflam mimadregatam. Vezehu ikar hahiluch, vehanagaha Israelit. Ubaze, Tarich lahalich ubema yavola shemit barach keshenafal mi madregato. Shahare nital mi menu hamochin vehadat. Afsha shemit barach humolochala aretz kvodo. Tahainu, afilo bemakom shehu kol haaretz, shekulo artziut, shehu rak homer, av, afal pichen, melo kvodoit barach. Vihine, hashemit barach. Nikra Chaye Hachaim Zahainu Shakol Hachaim Shabolam Behemot Chayot Vofot Umin Haadam Hachayut Shalahem Huashemit Barach Vizehu Chehachaim Shahu Yit Barach Hachayut Shakol Hachaim Viachashov Kishanafami Madregato Halo Chayani Umihu Achayut Shali Haloha Borayit Barach, Venimsa Yeshkan Gamkain Huyit Barach, Ach Shahumitumtam Meod. And this is called We Will Do Before We Will Listen, even in our falling from our level, to become attached to His Blessed Name, in that self same level, and afterwards we will listen. For the core of listening is understanding, that is, that He came to a higher level, and that is, the core of receiving the Torah that Israel accepted. And therefore, his blessed name took a lot of pride in this, that they accepted the Torah with the greatness of truth, and they grasped the truth that they should always be attached to God's blessed name, and they should never separate from him even when they fall from their level. And this is the core of the Jewish path and the Jewish way, and in this way one must proceed, and how one will come to God's blessed name when he has fallen from his level. For though the consciousness and intelligence has been taken from him, nevertheless God's blessed name is Melo Kol Haaretz Kevodo, his glory fills all of the earth. That is, that even in a place that is entirely earthiness, that is just coarse matter, nevertheless it is full of his blessed name's presence. And behold, God's blessed name is called the life of lives. That is, that all living beings that are in the world domesticated animals, wild animals, birds, and the human species, their vitality is God's blessed name. And that is the life of life, that God who is blessed is the vitality of all of life. And he should think when he falls from his level, aren't I alive? And who is my vitality? Isn't it the blessed creator? And it will turn out that even here, God's blessed name is very compressed. 
What is Nasa Vanishma? What do we learn from and how does it obligate us still? Nasa is the state of doing when you feel far from meaning. Nasa is when you work hard even as you feel that your service of God is not yielding spiritual results, is not bringing you closer to your goal. And Vinishma is a promise that if you probe your fallen state and try to see God where you are, you will, in fact, succeed. You will understand why you are moving in a different direction, why you are exactly where you are. The Pledge of Nasa Vinishma is a promise not to give up, to recognize that spiritual growth is dynamic and that it ebbs and flows. Nasa Vinishma is not only a commitment that we make to God, but it is a commitment that we make to ourselves. This understanding comes from the angels. The angels are the ones who say in Isaiah, Melochal aretz kivodo, the earth is full of his glory. They testify to the fact that movement is critical and distance is illusory. There is a critical difference between the Zohar's Aramaic rendition of this expression and the biblical original. In the Aramaic, it says there is no place void of him. Place is an abstract noun appropriate for philosophical speculation and spiritual striving. But in the Bible, the place that is filled with God is the earth in all of its materiality and concreteness. In all of the ways that the earth feels like the opposite and the farthest place from heaven, God is still present there. The other lesson to be learned from the angels is embedded in their name. They are chayot, live beings. In the Hebrew, the word chayot can be pointed differently as chiyut, vitality. As long as the angels are alive, they will be moving. But more significantly, as long as the angels are moving, they are still alive. When you fall from your level, you should certainly not feel despair. And you should even feel encouraged. Any and all movement is a sign of life, the source of which is God. God's place and the goal of one's spiritual striving is not an abstract and rarefied location outside of oneself, It is inside the heart and the mind, the muscles and the bones, the blood of the spiritual striver themselves. The true secret of the angels is that they are constantly aware of and identified with God who is their life force. And the secret to be absorbed by human beings is to ask ourselves and answer what the angels know. Who is our life force? God. If you are still alive, you are assured that God is not only close to you, God is inside of you. This teaching changes the vector of spiritual growth from up or down, towards or away, from some lofty target. Now growth is lateral, designed to spread and cover the entirety of a person's life experience, every place they inhabit. The spiritual person grows every time they encounter a new experience and say, God is here. The reason why one finds themselves in empty spaces is so that they can find that those spaces are, in fact, full of God's glory. And when the spiritual seeker recognizes that God is present, their acknowledgement of that fact illuminates the dark and fills in the gaps, bringing God closer by realizing that God is already there. An ordinary person can have an extraordinary spiritual effect on the world, uncovering God's presence through their own hard journey and a hard-won, expanding consciousness. Only a person who feels distant can come to this truth and see God in the places where it feels that He is not found. Wishing you a Shabbat full of God's glory. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for listening to our weekly Debray Torah. To see more from our archive, please visit hadar.org slash Torah.